This is the FM Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, now we bring you a discussion on Dr. B. R. Ambedkar, a great social reformer. The participants are Professor Himanshu Roy, political thinker, and Nilab Srivastav, journalist. The country is today observing the 128th birth anniversary of Dr. Bhim Rao Ambedkar. This is also known as the Ambedkar Jayanti. Today on this day in 1891 he was born. The Bharat Ratna, the son of India is also known, not only known for his main contribution behind the framing of the constitution of India, but also for his fight for having an equal space for everyone in the society, especially people who have been marginalized, who have not been brought into the societal strata of the society. Dr. Ambedkar has been uh, also propounding the theory always that an equitable society is must for a democracy, democracy like India, which is largest across the world. How do you analyze his terms, his theories, his sayings in today's world? Most important, of course, is that uh, he was critical of the kind of caste oppression that he personally also felt as a child and subsequently despite being so hardworking, so meritorious in the colonial years, he faced that humiliation of being a lower caste member of the society. But let me tell you that a man who was so hardworking and educated himself, so self-made, that he wanted not only, if you look at his manifesto of the party that he formed, he wanted not reservation based on caste, but a support, a state aid. His manifesto was that a state aid should be given to the educationally this is very important for the benefit of our listeners, what you're saying right now, that people commonly perceive that the caste system was probably propounded. No, this is not the case. This is not the case. In the manifesto that he says that state aid, he uses the word state aid, that is financial aid, because he himself had got a scholarship which equivalent to was 11.5 pound from Baroda Maharaj for his education in Colombia. And he was selected because of his merit, because of his hard working, because of the ideas that he had. So it was not based on the caste factor. And therefore he felt that free and compulsory education, primary education up to class fourth, that he propounded in his manifesto. That was the first agenda. The second was a state support aid to educationally meritorious student not the kind of reservation that we are having now. Of course, in 47-49, when the constitution was being drafted, before that he had suggested certain measures, like nationalization of land, which the Congress party and its leaders were not agreeing to his ideas. So as a last measure, he says, that the most backward section of the society, the marginals that you have been mentioning, should be given at least some support, some affirmative actions, and therefore as a basic minimum, the reservation in the job and political reservation for the constituencies right. of the scheduled caste and the scheduled tribes that we find in contemporary India was done on his insistence. This was still relevant and valuable in the sense that the election today is being fought and a section of the society is 
demanding that inclusion of this marginal section of the society should be incorporated not only politically but socially as well. It means a 15% of the population or 22% of the population which is very substantive, one quarter of the population still feels marginalized. Incorporating them in the mainstream of India is one of the essential components of democracy and for the future of India. Dr. Baba Sahib's birth anniversary today also saw the Prime Minister, the Vice President, the President of the country, they all paying their own tributes to him. The Prime Minister even wrote on Twitter, he says that I pay my homage to the Chief Architect of Indian Constitution and a person who has worked for social justice. Even Congress Party President Rahul Gandhi paid his tributes where he says that the concepts of equality, justice, liberty, these all was propounded by Dr. Ambedkar and which every one of us should be using as an example to lead with. In the present context, sir, how do you see the political scenario? We are seeing general elections happening in the country. We are also talking about inclusion, whether it is by way of employment, by whether it is by way of creating opportunities for the people to participate, as you said, in the mainstream of the society. So every year the elections come and this is a topic which is worth being debated and worth being garnered votes for. So try and explain please for our viewers that how was this theory of Dr. Ambedkar now relevant Ambedkar was highly critical of the Congress and Ambedkar, particularly Nehru and Gandhi, he was highly critical of. And let me tell you that it was Patel who persuaded Gandhi to agree to the idea of bringing in Ambedkar into the chairmanship of the drafting committee. So politically and constitutionally that untouchability was abolished in the sense that anyone calling untouchable with different names will be punished. And secondly, the affirmative action was initiated. That affirmative action is still going on. And you remember very recently two important judgments were given by Supreme Court to one that in the educational institutions the unit of consideration for recruitment will be departments, not the entire institution as one unit. You remember the High Court judgment and the Supreme Court judgment. Right. And then the Modi government brought in ordinance to overrule the Supreme Court judgment. And again we find that the different roster points, the 200 roster points, where again the institution will be treated for the recruitment. So let's see how this government is taking the inclusion of the scheduled caste and the scheduled tribes on the priority basis. And this is not only political gimmicks, just for the sake of elections, but the government faced so much of pressure from within, from within its society, not only from outside, to incorporate these things. So that reflects the sensitivity of the government, the concern of the leadership, and not simply because of the electoral politics. Another important thing is that the reservation process, of course, we find that is being expanded. Now, in 47, when we were more backward, the reservation was in the jobs only for scheduled castes and scheduled tribes. Remember, it was not for OBC. 70 years down the line, when we are more developed, more educationally and socially empowered, we are going for the expansion of the job reservation to the OBC. This is something very horrendous for a society. 
where we are talking about the knowledge economy, where we are talking about the democratic process, globalization, greater opportunities world over and for Indians. And then simultaneously you are doing more and more reservations. And remember that too only in the government jobs, whereas government jobs by and large are shrinking, private jobs are expanding. So this is some kind of dichotomy that needs to be taken care of. And there has developed no doubt a vested interest among a section of these reserved categories that wants to perpetuate in every state you find some reservation for Gujar, some reservation for Jat, some kind of this caste where essentially a hereditary professional groups. So different castes within the broad framework of scheduled castes and the scheduled tribes, they are asking for more and more reservations. Mm. So this has become a sort of mockery, you can say. These all issues were also, as I said, the elections process is on the political parties. They keep on promising and they keep on out talking what the principles were propounded by Dr. Ambedkar. Even Prime Minister was in Aligarh today for election rally and he says that it is the strength of Baba Sahib's constitution that members from the deprived and exploited class has become the president. He himself cites his own case and he says that a man who was probably a chaiwala has become a prime minister. The vice president, he says, he hails from an agriculture family and he has become the vice president of the country. The political discourse has always been debating what Dr. Ambedkar has written and said about. Does it still hold relevance in today's political scenario? Substantively, yes, it still holds. There is uh, no doubt that a section of the scheduled caste, scheduled tribes are still on the margin. But equally, it's a fact that in the last 70 years, despite reservation, not because of only reservation, but despite reservations, they have improved phenomenally. They have been incorporated into the mainstream of society. So we simply cannot say that reservation is not required. But instead of reservation and its expansion, we need to provide them opportunities. Even if you give them a degree of, say, graduation or post-graduation, it doesn't mean that you are giving them the jobs. And this kind of simply certificate or degree distribution doesn't make them some skill training. See, Baba Sahib himself was focusing on the skill development. So I find this government, when it came into power and focused more on the skill development, it was a pleasant surprise to me that what the government is enacting was basically following the policy of or the manifesto of Baba Sahab, long written back in 1930s and 40s, focus on the skill development. The universities should be focusing on the research and teaching and that is required for the development of a more now knowledge society. They should be the beacons of yes. knowledge society. Yes. When we talk about the social inclusion, that is in so many spheres of life, whether it is economic or whether it is in any other sphere of life, maybe it is the caste system also. But largely in the last few years, we have seen a debate about the jobs and the employment opportunities in the country, vis-a-vis -vis also the higher education side of it. Even the lower education, if you're talking about the school level education, Please tell us what exactly was Dr. Sahib's theory on this and how do you create a society where everyone, based on merit, is able to compete and is also able to join himself or herself in the mainstream of the society. See, as I told you earlier and repeating it here once again for clarification to the listeners, that free and compulsory education, that's a must for any 
बेटर इंडिया एंड एट दैट टाइम इंक्लूडिंग फुले वॉज एम्फेसाइजिंग इन द हंटर कमीशन दैट फ्री एंड कम्पल्सरी एडुकेशन दैट टू अप टू क्लास फोर्थ इन दोज इयर्स रिमेंबर हंड्रेड इयर्स एटीन एंड अम्बेडकर फॉलोड इट फ्री एंड कम्पल्सरी एडुकेशन देन ही सेड दैट स्कूल एडुकेशन शुड बी स्किल्ड बेस मोर ट्रेनिंग फॉर गिविंग मोर अपॉर्चुनिटीज कॉलेज यूनिवर्सिटी एडुकेशन शुड बी मोर रिसर्च बेस्ड देन ही इज टॉकिंग अबाउट दैट वन इंटीग्रेटेड कॉलेज एंड यूनिवर्सिटी टीचिंग लाइन एंड हायर आरकी नॉट टू सेपरेट डिसज्वाइंटेड वन इंटीग्रेटेड कार्डर ऑफ कॉलेज एंड यूनिवर्सिटी एडुकेशन एंड एज पर द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन सोशली एंड एडुकेशनली बैकवर्ड या दैट इज दर्म एंड दस्टिट्यूशन एंड नाउ टेकिंग यूज ऑफ दिस द कास्ट हैज बीन कन्वर्टेड और इक्वेटेड विद द क्लास because the word in the constitution is socially and educationally backward classes right sir it never says caste for obc only the caste factor comes in case of scheduled caste and scheduled tribes so the group rights theory that was propounded by or emphasized in a specific case because historically scheduled castes were oppressed there is no doubt about it and there Uh, let me tell you nilab that there is a very wide variations across different regions of india there is no uniform pattern of untouchability and oppressions the kind that it has been portrayed by a section of the left in particular that something very horrendous horrible no most of the medieval saint poets including kabir and raidas and others they were from the scheduled caste category if you use the modern classification and category then from 12th century onwards in maharashtra there were series of scheduled caste and the females saints and the male saints so if a society has a tradition of saints and that too from scheduled caste female or scheduled caste males that reflects that as a community that was not highly oppressed but it's equally fact that they were oppressed thank you so much thank you you were listening to a discussion on dr v r ambedkar a great social reformer the participants were professor himanshu roy political thinker and nilab shrivastav journalist this program was produced and presented by the news services division of all india radio This program is also available on our website newsonair.nic.in. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks@gmail.com.